Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pure Faith Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things Bible. I am your host, Mitchell Heitkamp, and with me is my co-host and sister, Michelle Waymire. Hello, everyone. If you haven't done so yet, then we ask that you like this video, subscribe to our channel, and don't forget to hit the notification icon to be notified when we release new episodes. And we also ask that you check out our website, which is purefaithliving.com, which is linked in the show description below. Good job. Thanks. So, as you can see, we are twinsies. Yay! Somebody got a pair of bibs. Somebody got a pair of bibs for Christmas. That's me. That was really thoughtful. It was a... whoever they were from. Yeah, I, the person that gave it to me was so excited. Uh It had Zeke's name on it, but I think that they came from you. What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you're, Paige said it was the very first gift that you bought. Like you, It might have been. She said it was. Well, I have all the rest of your gifts, so. I mean, I helped you get well, Paige's gifts. Not you... <laughs> all of them. I got a couple myself. Right. Right. And then so, Paige got the rest, and you got some. Yeah. Um, but I, I've, I understand why you wear them. I mean, really. They're comfortable. I, I literally could have fit another human being in with me today but i didn't but i i did um i did keep my hands warm like so i tried today i was like okay i get this yeah it's comfortable <laughs> oh so funny so but yeah thank you i'm glad you actually wore them well i yeah I really didn't think you would. You didn't? No, I thought it was going to be a gag gift. Well, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was my I actually was excited today because I was like, okay, we've got the podcast tonight. I'm just going to wear my bibs. And so I had them on all day. And we went out to lunch with um, um, some of our cousins, the Flat Girls, and then my Aunt Linda. And um, I got into the restaurant and I took off my coat and up here my bibs. And they were like, whoa. And I said... Mitchell got me a Christmas gift, and he said, well, at least you can pull it off. I'm like, yeah, I guess. So we sat there, and we ate, and I ate some more. I was like, I don't room. feel full yet. Eat a little bit more. <laughs> so I, I don't want to have any Whoa. kind of competition with you. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a little a little far ahead on that one. <laughs> so, but no, thank you. So now I've got the... I've got the the bib look, I guess is what we'll call it. Sure. Going on. There's nothing wrong with that. I I clink around. I can hear myself clinking, but it's all good. It's all good. So you get used to it. Okay. All right. Got this. Okay. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Um. Well, we didn't we didn't gather last week, so no. Yeah, we had some weather that was in the area, so we decided to stay home last week. So um. I have no idea what we're doing tonight. I just got the notes literally 10 minutes ago. So, Well, that's not my fault. You know where they are. <laughs> well, that's true. I do know where they're at. You can print them anytime. I probably could. Okay. Well, so. I didn't. <laughs> I did no review before coming in here tonight. So, mm-hmm. What yeah. are we doing? Well, we're going to do Matthew 4. We're probably only going to get through verse 2. <laughs> That's pretty sad, but <laughs> so at the rate we're going in three months, we'll be done with the section that we're 
<laughs> okay, we got this. So we only did one verse last last time. We did, but it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And this one's got just as much information, so we might right. only get through one verse. All right. It's time too. Well, I got my I got my timer started, so all right. Let's well, get let's, through this. Let's get into it. So, right. just as a a brief review for, I mean, for us here today, it's been two weeks since we did our last Bible study. Um, for those that are watching this, this is going to be the video is going to be released. I think January tenth. Okay. So, we're still kind of ahead of the game there. That's good. But at least watching it, you could have watched last week and this week. They're going to come out in order. Okay. So, for those that are watching this, they'd probably just watch the other one or they're on time. For us, we should do a little bit of a review because it's been a bit. So, just to go over the one verse that we did last week. <laughs> okay. Man, that's a lot of notes for one verse. So, as you can see, I forgot my iPad. Yeah, I so. see that. I handed out all my notes. So I'm using my phone. Sorry. That's fine. So last week we covered verse one, and that was, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So again, Jesus was led by the spirit mm. in the same way that Israel was led by God yeah. through the wilderness for 40 years. And that it was the spirit doing the leading, meaning that it was God sanctioned. That this whole tempting scenario that we're going to be going through over the next few months was inspired by God, or I should say inspired by God, but it was in God's will for this all to take place. And then the wilderness, it wasn't so much an actual physical location as much as it was as a representation for a lot of other stuff. Again, mm -hmm. the 40 years that Israel was wandering through the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Wilderness is used. Um, John the Baptist was doing his ministry in the wilderness. Yes, yes. So wilderness is used more as a symbolic place, more so than a physical location. And then to be tempted, again, this word used to describe tempted was the Greek word parazo which more accurately is defined as um, tested. Okay, yes. That is so another way Jesus is being tested mm -hmm. in the wilderness. Um, most times that this word is used in the Bible, it is defined as tested. But in this case, the translators used the variation of tempted for this particular thing. And again... God or the spirit isn't the one doing the tempting. It was the devil. Mm. So the devil is one of the main key characters in this whole story that we're going to be covering. And that's why he is mentioned. So that is my, why can't I just do that last time? We got, got through oh. really fast. Yeah, but you gave so much information last time. I'd much rather have it that way. Sure. I don't know if I believe you, but sure. So, <laughs> so let's be. Believe me, there's no reason for me to lie to you. No reason at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week we're going to cover verse two. And verse two reads And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. 
<laughs> yeah, I would gonna, be too. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna take a long time for me to get through this. <laughs> so the first thing I want to point out is the whole fasting. The fact wait, wait, that, real quick. Did you say this whole this whole episode was just gonna be over these? Yeah, how many words are there? Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, okay, really? Eleven words, yeah. I'll try to rush through it, I guess. You don't have to rush through it. I just, I really thought you were pulling my leg because no. I didn't have the notes ahead of time. And I'm like, wait a second. Literally, all the notes are off. <laughs> Not all the notes. I, I got <laughs> verse three in there too. Okay. So we have notes for verse three. So you got notes for the next two weeks. Okay. Okay. I got you. Okay. So again, let's first discuss this fasting. And. This fasting, it is going to cover this whole verse because every part of this verse is going to play a factor in what we get from this fact from this fasting or or our way of defining what this fasting is. So as we know, Jesus is both fully God and fully man. Mm -hmm. But as he's going through this temptation episode, he is in a fully man form. And we knew that for several reasons. And I'll cover those as we get to them. Okay. But whenever it comes to fasting and the fact that he was fasting for 40 days, mm -hmm. fasting for 40 days is not like this divine thing that only God or Jesus can do. Anybody can fast for 40 days. Mm-hmm. Some people, depending on your body, like I could probably fast for like three years. And I'd be okay. <laughs> You're not a polar bear. Well, okay, I'm exaggerating a little bit. <laughs> but I could probably fast a little bit longer than like you could because I yeah. have a little more fat stores than what you have. So the way fasting works, especially prolonged fasting, is whenever you fast, the first two, three days, four days, you're going to be hungry. Oh, yeah. You're going to have hunger pains. You're going to want to eat. Mm -hmm. You're going to get tired. You're going to get weak. You're going to lose energy. And, you know, you're just, you're not eating. So you're not getting any energy put in. But after three or four days, your body is going to switch gears. And it's going to realize that, hey, I'm not getting any food coming in. So I need to start using whatever you have. Yes. So it's going to start eating up your fat stores. Mm -hmm. And once it starts doing that, you're not going to have the hunger pains anymore. You're not going to be hungry. You're going to have energy. You're going to feel normal. It's just you won't be eating. Mm -hmm. But then you get to a certain point where your fat stores run out. Mm -hmm. At that point, not only are you hungry, you're literally starving. Mm -hmm. to death. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that you can think about is food. Right. Right. And getting food in order to survive. Mm -hmm. This is the position Jesus was in when it talks about the fact that he was hungry. Mm -hmm. That's not just, yeah, he didn't eat for 40 like days. Like he needs he a hungry. snack. It's no, the it's, fact that he is he a starving. starving. Okay. He, he was, his body has entered into starvation. Okay. And so he is mentally at a point where his body, its first thought is to breathe 
Mm. Second thought, get food. Mm. And you could do some research and look up like these, these stories of people that are in positions to where they don't have food and the lengths they will go to and the things they will eat in order to survive. And this is the position Jesus is in. Mm. So, mm. yeah. And not to get too far ahead, but this is the point where the devil comes up and tries to tempt Jesus with bread. Right. Oh, okay. So the only thing Jesus can think about is food. And here the devil comes and says, here, turn this into bread. Turn these stones into bread. So that's a little foreshadowing. But mm. just so you know, um, yeah, that's what, this is where Jesus was at physically during this. And since this is the position he was in, and, you know, we get in that because of the fact that he was fasting for 40 days and he was hungry. So all that is combined together to tell us that, yes, if he was in a divine rule, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have had any issues. Because we could look at Deuteronomy, uh, not Deuteronomy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Deuteronomy 9.9. Mm-hmm. And in Deuteronomy 9.9, it talks about Moses. And when Moses went up on to Mount Sinai yeah. for 40 days and 40 nights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Moses says that he was up there without food or water. He didn't eat anything. He didn't drink anything. 40 days and 40 nights, he was on Mount Sinai with nothing. And he was perfectly fine. But what was the difference between Moses and Jesus? Moses was with God. Mm -hmm. Moses was in the presence of God. God was sustaining him. Mm -hmm. He didn't need earthly food, earthly water to sustain his physical being because he had God for that sustenance. Jesus (laughs) didn't have God. There had to be that separation. And we talked about this a little bit in our last episode. There was separation. There had to be separation between Jesus the Son and God the Father, because if God the Father was still with Jesus, then the devil couldn't have came in to tempt Jesus, because there had to be separation between that. And that's the other reason why we know that Jesus couldn't have been in a divine role during this. He had to be in an earthly, in the role of a man. Because if he was in his divine rule, then again, the devil couldn't have tempted him. Because it says in James 1.13 that, which I don't know if this is even in the notes. I don't, uh, I don't see. I yeah, I don't see James. And added today. Okay. But um, in James 1.13, it says that God cannot be tempted by evil, and God also never tempts. So God will never tempt us in any way, shape, or form. That's why God's not doing the tempting here. God mm-hmm. doesn't do tempting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, God can't be tempted. So if Jesus was in his divine role, he couldn't have been tempted by Jesus. Or he couldn't have been tempted by the devil. Oh, okay. So that also tells us that he, he was in a man. earthly. Yeah. Yes, he, he was there as fully man. Mm-hmm. During this temptation scenario. Okay. 
And that's also why we know that God the Father also wasn't with him. Now, we, the Spirit was most likely still with him, but just kind of as a spectator, not getting involved, but there. So, again, I think I really jumped ahead in my notes. You could have. Yeah, because I wasn't using them. <laughs> That's, that tends to happen. Yeah, it does. I'm out water break. It's a really nice mug you got there. Oh, thank you. It was a gift. Mm. I got it for Christmas. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So... I already covered that. I already mm. covered that. I, say, I don't even know where. So, I already kind of mentioned this that in Matthew, the way it's it's presented to us is that at the end of the forty days is when the devil came to to start doing his temptations. But if we read in Mark and Luke, they kind of say it a little bit different. And I'm going to go ahead and read what Mark and Luke say. Mark 1, 12 through 13 says, The Spirit then compelled Jesus to go into the wilderness, where he was tempted by Satan for 40 days. He was out among the wild animals, and angels took care of him. Mm. So Mark says that Jesus was tempted for 40 days, Mm -hmm. where Matthew is saying that after 40 days, Jesus was hungry, and then he was tempted. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go ahead and read Luke right away, too. And okay. Luke 4, 1 through 2 says, Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. So, again, Luke is also saying the same thing that and He was tempted the Mark, entire time. Yes, that he was tempted for 40 days. Mm. So, Matthew's the only one that... Out of the Synoptic Gospels is the only one that is saying that, you know, at the 40 days, that's when he was tempted. Chances are, reading the other Synoptic Gospels, Jesus probably was being tempted throughout those 40 days. But, again, nobody else was with Jesus. Right. So, these stories, these mm-hmm. three temptations that we get are just the ones that Jesus shared. So as we get into these, then we will see that these were chosen for a reason to teach us certain things. That's why Jesus shared these temptations. Okay. And as we go through each one, you know, we'll go through that. And at the end, I plan on, I got a lot of stuff that's more general. That, You've got some stuff. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of information here. <laughs> a lot of information. I know there is. So, um, yeah, so we'll just move on. You just keep on scrolling. Um, yeah. My goodness. It's a lot of scrolling. Yeah, it is. So the, the last thing I want to talk about as far as this fasting goes is the fact that this isn't presented in a way for, like, Jesus' apostles or disciples or any of us. It's not presented as in something that we need to do. We don't need to go out into the middle of the wilderness for 40 mm-hmm. days and eat no food and reach starvation. No, this is something that was unique and special to Jesus that Jesus had to go through. Because remember, this is happening 
immediately after his baptism. Right. Baptism is declaring that he is the son of God. He is the one that everybody has been waiting for. Mm -hmm. He is the Messiah. Mm -hmm. He's going from this hilltop moment down to this valley low spot where he is being tempted by the devil. He's separated from his father. Like it's just brutal where he's at, at starvation, Mm -hmm. just total suffering and, and testing and tempting. So, this is uniquely Jesus. This was for him as a way to prepare him for his ministry, mm-hmm. you know, preparing him all the way to the cross. So this isn't something that is presented in any of the Gospels as something that we are supposed to be doing. Now, I'm not saying we're not supposed to fast. We're right. supposed to fast right. for different reasons, mm-hmm. but you don't need to go to the extreme and fast for 40 days till you get to starvation. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. So the next thing we're going to cover is the 40 days and 40 nights. Okay. And 40 days by itself is a general term of time. So it's like, it's more for a prolonged period of time. It's like saying, okay, yeah, we're going to do something for several days. Mm -hmm. It's not saying you're going to do that for seven days, several days. Mm -hmm. Well, saying 40 days is along that same thought process, but over an extended period of time, where saying 40 days and 40 nights is a specific 40-day time period. Okay. Adding that 40 nights in there is, like, is biblically speaking, is making it a, a specific time period. Okay. An example of just the 40 days, if we go to Genesis 8-6, mm-hmm. and it says, at the end of the 40 days... Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made. So this isn't saying that it was specifically 40 days. It's just over a prolonged period of time. Okay. You know, the rain stopped and Noah opened the window to the ark. It's not that specific. Where we have other references of 40 days and 40 nights, as in Moses, like we already talked about. Mm -hmm. And now Jesus being temptation, being out in the wilderness, being mm-hmm. tempted. And there's other examples. Yeah, you have Elijah in here. Yeah, Elijah yep. was one of them. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I'm trying to make this go faster by skipping some of my notes, show. Well, why would you Why would you put it in the notes if you weren't going to review it? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> how can we follow along well, if you're not going to actually use the notes? I never use the notes. <laughs> Am Come I, on. Am I right? We all, He gives us these notes, and you're like... They're yeah, general I'm not, guidelines. I'm not going to use those notes. They're general guidelines. All right, well, I'm just doing my part here. I'm helping okay, out. Okay, good job. Welcome. All right, we're right here. He was hungry. Oh, but let's not skip this part. Let's <laughs> scroll back up. Let's go back up here. Where are we at? No, that's okay. We'll, we'll skip one. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Because I talked about that last episode. The fact, the reason why... You don't remember that? Why? I don't even know why, what you're talking about. Why was Israel in the wilderness for 40 years? For 40 days. They, they spent, sent spies into Canaan for 40 days. They came back with a bad report. Oh, yeah. So they were banished to the wilderness for 40 years. One year for every day that they were 
yeah. on a mission. Gotcha. Okay, sorry. I didn't know okay. where you were going. Well, nobody does. <laughs> Not even me. Well, how much time we got left? Oh I'm my gosh. I should get through this. Ten minutes. Oh. We're not going to get through if you're just going to scroll. I'm just looking. Okay. So, <laughs> so the last thing that I want to cover is the fact that he was hungry. We already talked about this a little bit and what it means as far as the whole starvation aspect of it goes. But it also means a little bit more than that because, like we also said, this also points to the fact that Jesus was in his role as fully man mm-hmm. because which I already because I already talked about that too. You did. So I kind of already covered all my notes. Oh my gosh. Are you proud? I I am or confused. I was confused there for a minute. Cause I was like, wait a so, second. Where are you yeah, going? Um, well, I was going to cover it, but then I realized I already covered it. Yeah, you did. So yeah. The re- reason he was hungry is because he was fully man and he was hungry. If he was in a divine role, he wouldn't be hungry. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and start verse 3. So we might get 2 and part of 3 done today. So verse 3 reads, And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, Command these stones to become loaves of bread. I'm glad that we're going to do this one right now because we've kind of already talked about We did kind of talk about this a little bit. So, before we get into the stones of bread, the the turning the stones into bread, the first thing that we want to talk about is the tempter. Yes. And this is the second time the devil is brought up in this this story. Mm -hmm. You know, the first time he was called the devil. Mm -hmm. This time he's being called the tempter. And the only other place in the New Testament where he is referred to as the tempter is First Then Thessalonians three five, and that reads. And we'll go ahead and read it so everybody knows. It says, "For this reason, and just also so you know, this is Paul writing to the Thessalonians." Okay. Um. So, for this reason, when I could bear it no longer, I sent to learn about your faith. For fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and our labor would be in vain. So this is Paul talking about the fear of the devil working in the church at Thessalonia. Okay. But just like in First Thessalonians as well as in Matthew, this title as tempter, it is more as it's used more as a functional description of who yeah, what, the devil is yeah. or what the devil does yeah. more than who he is. Yeah. But uh, like I've also said, Satan and the devil are also terms used as more descriptors than proper names. Mm-hmm. But this evil that we have deemed the devil or Satan, we are just basically giving him the name of the descriptor. Yeah, we, we give him that name, and then this is just, this is how we describe what he does, yes. what he do, does to us. Yeah. The tempting part, yeah. So the next thing is the whole questioning of if you are the Son of God. And this, this there's still a lot of debate on what this means. A lot of scholars 
still go back and forth as far as what he is truly meaning here. But most scholars believe that this isn't like this isn't perfectly translated, that it should technically be translated that since you are the son of God, rather than if you are the son of God, because the devil knows that Jesus is the son of God. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's not really in the question. So what I'm going to share is my opinion of what I think the devil is trying to get across here. I mean, it's not just my opinion. It's just the one that I think the one that I put my faith in, the one that I think is most accurate based on out of all the ones that I've heard. Okay. And the ones that make the most sense to me in my mind. So I'm not saying this is perfectly accurate. Feel free to go do your own research to come up with your own belief system. But I'm just sharing mine. So the first one is... And I got two different ones that kind of go hand in hand. But the first one, I think it's more of a a taunt. So if you read it like, well, if you are the son of God, then why don't you turn these stones into bread and prove it? Mm. So it's kind of like in the inflection that the way it's asked. But this is kind of like that old schoolyard Mm-hmm. Taunt, you know, well, if you're so big and brave, then how about you go climb on top of that play set and close your eyes and jump off backwards or do something dumb mm-hmm. to prove that you're a big, strong, tough kid? Break this twig. Sure, something. I don't know. <laughs> I, got, I can't think of anything good. But it would be like that that whole taunt. He's trying to get Jesus to, you know, and remember the, the state that Jesus is in, that state of starvation where the only thing he can think about is food. And the devil is just like, I know you're hungry. So if mm-hmm. you are the son of God, prove it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's. Where I think it's coming from here. Mm -hmm. But the thing that we have to remember is, well, one, Jesus has the power to change stones into bread. Mm -hmm. I mean, if he wanted to, he could do that. But, and, and just doing that wouldn't necessarily be a sin. But the reason behind doing it. Mm is what would make it sinful. Okay. Because he's doing it in order to fulfill his own personal need. He's doing it to, you know, he's, he's fallen victim to the devil's taunt here. And he's, so he's, he would be doing it to prove the devil that, yeah, I am the son of God. Like a boasting type. Thing. Yeah. And so it, it'd be prideful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self gratifying. Mm-hmm. So the reason behind it would mm-hmm. be, the sinful, not necessarily the act, because we see, which I have them down here somewhere. Um, I thought I had them down here somewhere. I might be way ahead of my notes. Um, so 
Yeah, it's actually part of my next section. Hmm. But because we see that Jesus fed 5,000. He created food out of nothing when he fed right. the 5,000. Right. I mean, yep. he had a couple fish and mm-hmm. a couple loaves of bread, and he ended up feeding 5,000 men, mm-hmm. not including women and children. Mm-hmm. So, and that was in Matthew 14, 13 through 21. But then there's also the feeding of the 4,000, which often gets overlooked because 4,000 is a smaller number than 5,000. Right. <laughs> <And> Forget 4,000. We yeah, have 5,000 over 4, here. 4,000 is not impressive. 5,000, that's impressive. Um. <laughs> But that was in Matthew 15, 32 through 39. But then he also turned water into wine. Yep. I mean, that is basically the same general thing as what he's doing with the stones or he's being asked to do with the stones. He's taking one thing and converting it into something else. And so, I mean, Jesus has the power to do this. But in all those times that he did it, he wasn't doing it for himself. He was doing it to feed or to take care of others, or to help others. And it was this, never for himself. At this state, when you're like in starvation, and you're just breathing, I mean, just to even think about anything, just to think about doing, you know, turning rocks into bread, like, it's like, or stones into bread, like, you, you don't even think about it. I don't, I mean, you're at a point of starvation. Yeah. I don't have the power to do anything like that. I don't have the, the ability to do it right now, because I'm... I mean, you would think they'd just be so weak, and but then that's that's when the devil is yep. try to work in. It's when he's when you're at your weakest moment. Yep. Question. Sure. But if he was fully man during this, could he have? He could have, in the sense that he could have called out to God, and the way he did all of his miracles. Him being as a man on earth, he didn't necessarily have the power himself. All of his miracles came through the Holy Spirit. So it came from God through the Spirit, and that's how he was able to do his miracles. The Spirit was with him, mm-hmm. right. even though it was he was kind of on the sidelines. Um, but the Spirit was there. So he could have called out to God, and God could have came back to him and gave him the power. But again, that's that wasn't his purpose that wasn't his mission and that so that's why he never did it but if like that was his desire or that was god's desire then yeah he could have he could have called out to god and would have been able to have that power so the other possibility again this is my opinion it was the devil was questioning the way god the father was treating jesus the son like, Jesus, if you are the son of God, why is he treating you like this? Why mm-hmm. are you hungry? You are you are God. Why are you starving? You don't have to starve. You are the son of God. Make food for yourself. Eat. Don't be hungry. Don't starve. Feed yourself. So it's another way of kind of tempting his... His hunger, he's trying to get through him through a little bit of trickery, saying, hey, the devil is basically saying, hey, your father has abandoned you. Make yourself food to eat and eat. Don't starve. And so, I mean, that's the other possibility or the other, 
you know, the other possibility that makes sense to me is in one way he's, he's tempting Jesus with kind of that old mm-hmm. schoolyard taunt, but the same way he's saying, but you are the son of God. We know you're the son of God. So feed yourself by turning this bread into turning this stone into bread. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it would have been the same sin. It would have had the same effect. It would have caused a fracture in the relationship between father and son. Because the whole thing that the devil is trying to do here is basically break that relationship. Mm-hmm. So Jesus can't go to the cross. Because the devil's trying to look out for himself here. If if Jesus stays in his role and Jesus finishes what he what his mission is he's going to take all power away from the devil Mm -hmm. which he did because now we have the power to tell the devil to get out of our lives Mm -hmm. and he has no choice but to listen and that's what the devil's trying to prevent and i mean we could go down a short rabbit hole it's already it's already gone the rabbit hole is closed right now Short rabbit hole? Nope. Shallow. Okay. Hole. Shallow. Okay. We can go shallow. Um, won't short be better? No. Because shallow could still go a long time. We're short. It's. Would you get on with this, please? <laughs> 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 so I probably even lost my my thought. I don't even know what I was talking about. I was too busy harassing you. You were. Um. Mm. So. The devil yes. is here talking to Jesus somehow, some way. I'm trying to get it back. Are you? It's not coming back, is it? It had something to do with Adam. Oh. You ruined it. I did. I, I apologize to everyone that this rabbit hole is now shut. We will not be going any further with it. Fine, you win. I know. I got the power of the bibs. Sure. <laughs> All right. So when we come back next week, yeah. we will finish verse three and then continue on verse four. We'll just keep keep plugging away. That's all we can do. So that's all we can do. Uh, is there any questions? Anybody? Anybody? No, no, Let's no. look around like there's a whole bunch of people. Anybody in the back? Okay. Way back there? Anything? Okay. Oh, okay. Hi. Susie. How you doing? Who's Susie? <laughs> Oh, I forgot. (laughs) Okay. We thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pure Faith Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or just want to send us a friendly hello, then you can leave a comment on this video, or you can go to purefaithliving.com and send us a message through the contact page. And as always, if you like what you hear, if you like what we're doing, then we ask that you share the show with others so we can all work together in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. Don't forget to subscribe, and we will talk to you again next time. Give us a thumbs up. Enjoy your day, everyone.